My name is Emily Gottlieb, and welcome to my podcast all about Appalachian State University's Programming Board, the Appalachian Popular Programming Society, or as it's most commonly referred to around App State, APPS. I am the outgoing Clubshire's chairperson and incoming main stage chairperson for APPS, so I would consider myself to be pretty educated on this organization's purpose and history, especially as it relates to live music. So this podcast will primarily be focusing on App's role in the live music scene within Boone, but I'd also like to just give a quick overview of the organization in its entirety for anyone who may be unfamiliar. Although many people picture apps as one ginormous organization that holds really large meetings every single week, the organization is actually split up into seven different councils that meet on entirely different schedules. These councils include case, club shows, films, heritage, main stage, special events, and spirits and traditions. Our case council, which is technically known as the Cultural Awareness and Student Engagement Council, provides various educational and culturally aware programs and conversations, such as the frequent sustained dialogue conversations and the annual Culture Not Costume. Club Shows focuses on performances by local musicians from right here in Boone, and oftentimes other areas of North Carolina as well. In the past, the council has put on local showcases and legends, the annual Battle of the Bands, and outdoor shows on Duck Pond Field or Sanford Mall. This year, Club Shows is programming primarily through App's Front Desk Concert Series. The Films Council is in charge of bringing all of the popular movies that are shown on campus in our different theaters. So this year, the council has been focusing on socially distanced events in the Shaver Center, as well as some virtual Netflix parties. Heritage celebrates Appalachian culture through their famous events such as the annual Fiddler's Convention, along with contra dances and different performances from bluegrass musicians. Main Stage is in charge of bringing all of the large-scale concerts to App State through venues such as Legends, the Schaefer Center, the Convocation Center, and this year, the virtual front desk concert series recorded in the app's office. Memorable performances from the past few years include Doji Cat, Kesha, Migos, and the 1975. Our Special Events Council brings a wide variety of fun programming opportunities from their annual events of Winter Chill and Party in the Union to the occasional free make and take events they are simply in charge of providing fun and lighthearted entertainment to the student body. And finally, our Spirits and Traditions Council is most known as the council who brings us homecoming. They carry out famous campus traditions such as homecoming, along with acapella get-in, appsgate, and many more, as well as work to develop new traditions that will hopefully last a lifetime. Within apps, there's also what is known as an executive council. This group consists of each council chairperson along with the vice president of administration, vice president of internal affairs, vice president of external affairs, vice president of public relations, and the apps president. The apps mission statement reads, the Appalachian Popular Programming Society educates and entertains the entire Appalachian state community through diverse programming and engagement opportunities. And while this mission statement is applicable to all programs executed by our seven different councils, APPS is most known for their concerts. APPS holds an extremely unique role within Boone's live music scene. Without the programming board, students would be forced to travel at least 100 miles just to see a large-scale concert held in a real venue. And this is exactly why APPS was founded in the first place. 
1985, Boone was not only even more isolated and remote than it is now, but it was also considered a dry town. Students were less interested in attending school here because of this and would often drive to Blowing Rock on weekends just so they could go to bars with their friends, which ultimately increased risks of drunk driving accidents. APPS was eventually founded as an outlet for students to feel entertained without having to drive down the mountain. An old Winn-Dixie grocery store was converted into what is now known as Legends, and the organization began to hold concerts for all of Boone to enjoy. As we're all most likely aware, Boone is no longer considered a dry town like it was in the 80s. This allows for an extremely rare opportunity where students are able to drink alcohol at APPS live music events. This is not the case at most universities, as alcohol is typically prohibited on campus grounds, especially at campus events. However, by allowing students to bring alcohol into Legends or buy a drink in the Schaefer or Convocation Center, they can get the feeling and energy of a concert held in any venue across the country. Being an extremely isolated town in a very rural area of the state, the experience of live music and true nightlife entertainment is difficult to come by. Apps is pretty much the sole provider of these experiences that you can typically only find in a city, keeping students entertained and enriching lives. With the COVID-19 pandemic halting all live music, most programming boards across the country were lost as to what they could possibly do to keep their students entertained. This is when Apps came up with the unique idea to hold intimate recorded performances in the Apps office on campus. This series is called Front Desk, as all performances take place right behind the app's front desk in the organization's office. This series provides bands with the opportunity to finally play their music again, allows app's members the chance to do hands-on work, and allows the student body to experience the personal performances that differ from virtual concerts as they take place right on our campus. So as I mentioned before, I am not only a member of APPS, but I've also held multiple leadership positions throughout my time in the organization. I joined APPS my freshman year looking for a community that would appreciate live music as much as I do. And since joining, I've transitioned from main stage membership coordinator to club shows chairperson to now main stage chairperson. And I've been able to have the most amazing experiences working with live music in a way that I have always dreamed of. Ever since I started obsessively attending concerts in high school, I knew that I wanted to surround myself with live music for the rest of my life, but because of how competitive it is, I never imagined that I would ever be this close. Because of apps, I've not only been able to gain so much experience that is already coming in handy as I search for jobs and internships in the music industry, but I've also gotten to provide students at App State with the chance to see their favorite artists live. I know that being at a fun concert is one of the best feelings in the world, and being able to provide that feeling to others is the most fulfilling job that I have ever been able to have. While the COVID-19 pandemic is currently preventing the type of programming that main stage and club shows would typically do, I still think that it's important and interesting to talk about how complex the entire concert planning process is in a normal year. It takes months just to plan a live-scale music event, and conversations in the spring typically involve what might be happening in the fall, and end-of-year concerts are usually in the works at the very beginning of the academic year. The day-of-show process is just as complicated as well. Depending on the venue size, apps members can show up as early as 6 a.m. and often don't leave until after midnight. Working with artists, maintaining crowd control, and ultimately making sure that everything runs smoothly is an extremely complex and long process. So a lot of work and dedication goes into each event that APPS puts on, but ultimately it's worth it in the end just to provide students with the opportunity to experience great live performances.
as somebody who has wanted to work in the live music industry for such a long time, the pandemic has been very difficult on me for a variety of reasons. Not only was I not able to experience live music, which is my favorite activity in the world, but the industry has remained damaged for a very long time and my chances of working in an already very competitive industry became even slimmer. However, through the development of Front Desk, I have been able to gain really unique experiences that have allowed me to continue to work with live music even during a pandemic. Something very unique about Front Desk that will hopefully benefit this organization in the long run is how these videos can be used as an artifact. We have brought a lot of really big artists before their prime, such as John Mayer in 2001 or even Doja Cat in late 2019. And while we can show promotional material that we made for those events and we can tell people about them, most people around the world are not going to recognize that we were able to find these artists before their most famous years. If you find a band that you really love, it's often difficult to find videos of performances from their early days, because if they weren't famous, they're most likely not doing many paid performances. So we're hoping that our front desk concerts can serve as one of the only videos of a band's early days, allowing their fans to notice that we are ahead of the curve in terms of predicting rising stars, and they'll ultimately turn to us when they want to discover new music. Another thing that I have absolutely loved about my job as club shows chairperson throughout my time working on this series has been being able to provide local bands with their first opportunities for major exposure. Many of the artists I've worked with have never played an official show that wasn't just at an open mic or in somebody's basement. So providing them with the chance to play something that is even remotely similar to a real show has been really rewarding. I love local music and helping musicians express their art. It's the main reason why I became so interested in this business to begin with. And so hearing artists expression of gratitude as we book them and allowing them the chance to be recorded professionally has been really rewarding for me. There are so many talented musicians in Boone and I love being able to help them gain exposure and help get their feet off the ground because they truly deserve it. I personally co-created this concert series along with this year's main stage chairperson, Ali Terry, and it has been a really fulfilling experience for me. Although it took a lot of hard work as we started talking about this idea in May of 2020 and weren't able to get started until January of 2021, it ended up being worth it in the end. No other university is doing anything like Front Desk. While there are virtual concerts happening at schools all around the world, they don't attract large numbers and are often really easy to find. People tend to be more interested in something unique and intimate rather than something that they could simply look up on YouTube. So we wanted to stand out from other universities across the country, which is why it took a lot of thinking and hard work to come up with this idea. And ultimately, I think that it paid off in the end. This series kicked off with a performance from North Carolina native bluegrass band Cane Mill Road. Their performance was actually booked by our Heritage Council, however, the day of recording logistics and production was executed by Mainstage and Club Shows. We worked with the sound and video crew, Haynes Event Productions, to ensure that everything was top quality and briefed the band on the overall format of this video. A lot of thought and energy was put into every detail of this performance, so to see it turn out successful was extremely relieving. Me and Allie workshopped ideas for how the video should look, flow, and what the artist should talk about, as well as how we should promote everything. 
We've ultimately gotten a lot of positive feedback, and thanks to this initial season with artists Kane Mill Road, Adion Lacey, and Juniper Avenue, this series has really been able to take off. Through talking to the bands that we've booked this past month and hearing their expressions of gratitude, I'm understanding even more just how important this series is. Playing music is not only how many bands make a living, but it's also just genuinely what they love doing most. So going a year without playing any live performances has been really hard on a lot of artists. As we were recording a front desk just the other day, a band member told me that this is the most normal he's felt in a really long time. And they all just seemed so grateful for the chance to play their music again, even if it was in just a tiny office for a small number of people. These experiences of providing musicians with the chance to express their art during a time when they've been unable to do so for so long, along with giving these up-and-coming artists the chance for widespread exposure, has been so rewarding. I view live music as one of the most important things in my life, and I know that a lot of other people use music as an outlet as well. So this year has just been really difficult on many musicians, as well as people interested in the music industry or anybody who uses concerts as an outlet. So Frontisk has really been the closest that we've gotten to a real show, and I have just been so grateful for the experiences that I've been able to gain this year. Well, that's all that I have. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you were able to learn something valuable about apps and all that we do for the live music scene in Boone. Feel free to catch up on our front desk concerts posted on both our YouTube channel and our Instagram. Just go to youtube.com slash Appalachian Popular Programming Society or search us on Instagram at ASU underscore apps. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed.
Through talking to the bands that we've booked this past month and hearing their expressions of gratitude, I'm understanding even more just how important this series is. Playing music is not only how many bands make a living, but it's also just genuinely what they love doing most. So going a year without playing any live performances has been really hard on a lot of artists. As we were recording at Front Desk just the other day, a band member told me that this is the most normal he's felt in a really long time. And they all just seemed so grateful for the chance to play their music again, even if it was in just a tiny office for a small number of people. These experiences of providing musicians with the chance to express their art during a time when they've been unable to do so for so long, along with giving these up-and-coming artists the chance for widespread exposure, has been so rewarding. I view live music as one of the most important things in my life, and I know that a lot of other people use music as an outlet as well. So this year has just been really difficult on many musicians, as well as people interested in the music industry or anybody who uses concerts as an outlet. So Frontisk has really been the closest that we've gotten to a real show, and I have just been so grateful for the experiences that I've been able to gain this year.